Welcome to Sky Pirate Radio, everybody. Uh, the best podcast about video games you'll hear today. Um, I'm here with my erstwhile, uh, as ever, companion, Kevin Stott. Oh boy, it's time to do the podcast. That's right, come on in. You know, like, just take a seat. I want to. I want to feel. I want to make like feel like you're invited in our home. Have a glass of OJ, and just relax. Just kick them. Kick, kick off kick, your kick shoes. Kick your feet back up. Uh, kick off your shoes. Throw them at our TV. No respect for any of our property. No, no Don't respect. Don't even worry about it. We do. Uh, we're we're coming in into this podcast with some some bad news. Unfortunately, if you if you listened last week, you may remember that. Uh, we might have mentioned Sid Meier would be on the show, uh, and he was waiting in the green room. And uh, it turns out he was he was waiting there for a long time, Kevin. We I think we forgot about Did him. We forget to oh no, <clears throat> we forgot to bring him out. Yeah. The good news is, uh, what a good sport Sid has been because he's still in the green room two weeks oh, later waiting. Thanks, Sid. He's still there. He's still got his his glass of water. And he, he gave me the thumbs up, and, it, and we'll be ready to, to to do an interview with him at oh. the, the, the end of this, the tail end of this show. Industry legend. And, you know, I felt really bad that we didn't have Sid last time. Um, so I, I asked him if we could have some compensation for this time, and you know what? He's, he's pulled through, and Sid... Sid Meier has said he's going to bring uh, his friend Will Ryder. Oh, on. so uh, we've got Will, everybody. Double header. I can't believe it. I got my eyes on my watch here. Uh, Will Wright could be here at any moment <gasps> uh, with with Sid Meier, a double threat of uh, of, of game developing uh, geniuses, and and I uh, can't wait to speak to them at the tail end of this show. They better not go uh, announcing any new game partnerships. <laughs> exclusively on this podcast oh dear it's the 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 funny fun club is back what was will wright's thing the stupid, stupid fun, fun club? club yeah did they release anything i don't in, in, i don't think it, i don't think it was supposed to i don't think it was supposed to be like a games company i think it was just i think it was just will wright got to do whatever he wanted to do you think if you went into this uh, stupid fun club building, it was just like a velcro room and everyone was wearing suits and jumping around and had like a jetpack they're all just experimenting and, and doing weird stuff. I don't know. That doesn't seem. It doesn't seem like uh, Will Wright's kind of bag. Yeah, maybe, maybe he's not as fun a guy as I think he is. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's everyone's conclusion about Will. But I, I guess we'll I have, we'll get to ask him soon. Yeah, we will. We'll be able to ask him about uh, you know, uh, what his bag is um, at the <laughs> tail end of the show, as I mentioned. So. We've been up to a lot in these past two weeks, Kevin. We've been we've been a couple of busy bees, I think. Yeah. Uh, on the on the Sky Pirate Studios front. Yeah, things are coming along good. We're getting up some of the uh, level generation stuff for Blazing Barrels. That's coming coming along. It'll be really good once we have uh, that in place, and you can finish levels, and we can put in a few more enemies, and that's uh, you know the core of it'll be ready to go and do some testing. That's right, and uh, you may notice we're calling it Blazing Barrels now instead of just uh, Cowboy Game or Wild River Outlaws, and that's because we decided we, we, as a team, came together and changed the title, changed up the branding a bit. We think it's a good title, and, and we hope you like it too. Let us know. Um, but, but we released a mailing uh, list, a newsletter, a couple days ago if you wanted more, more info 
on the game, just uh, some general general details out there. Uh, we'll be sending that email off again soon. I just figured out how to do that with the software we have, nice. thankfully. So uh, we'll be able to to uh, send that off to any new subscribers that subscribe uh, at our website, which I think is skypiratestudios.com. It is. Probably leads you to the... At this point, I think it's still the Wild River Outlaws, the, the homepage for the game, but mm. that'll that'll change at a point. We'll figure it out. I can fix that. We've got all the branding to do that. We're almost at 3,000 followers as well, Kevin. Ooh. On Sky Pirate Radio, at what's, Sky Pirate Radio. What's our big uh, adventure for when it when it uh, we hit the big 3K? I was going to ask you because I, I was still coming up with ideas. Okay, well, my plan so far is an outdoor light show spectacular. We're going to have jets of water. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we can project images onto the water. That's my plan. What kind of images are we going to project on there, Kevin? That's um, my real question. Probably uh, Mickey Mouse as the Sorcerer's Apprentice from Fantasia. <laughs> He's going to be on there. Uh-huh. Uh, all your hits, all your favourites. There will be live, real animatronic versions of the little brooms holding the buckets, walking up on stage, yep. marching down the stage, marching past you, it's gonna freak you out. <laughs> if I if I play my cards correctly, it'll also include a little uh, a little message from our good friend Bono of you too. So keep your eyes peeled. A <laughs> friend of the show, Bono, as always, has been has has been huge for us uh, to to have as a, as a celebrity friend over these years. Uh, can't thank him enough. Uh, I was hoping actually that for three thousand uh, after the the performance, we'd the the lights would all go dark and there'd just be kind of a droning sound and Hideo Kojima would just walk up on stage to a solitary spotlight, uh, sort of fix his clothes a little bit, and then say Sky Pirate Studios and start breakdancing. <laughs> I think we can get that. I think that is. I think that has the wow factor. I think that has the wow factor we need. Okay. Yeah. I think <laughs> the exact level of wow factor. Um, we'd require for 3,000. So look forward to that when it's coming up. A lot of promises from Sky Pirate Studios <laughs> these days. <laughs> a lot of I'm promises. Not sure. A lot of them I'm not sure we're going to... Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm starting to... Starting no, to... No, no, no. They'll come... I reckon they'll come good. If we can't... Like, here's the thing. If we... we got, you got to start making promises to deliver on promises. If you never make any promises, you can't deliver on any of them. We learn everything uh, we know from the Peter Molyneux School of Game Design. So that's just <laughs> where we're drawing from with, with everything uh, we, we say. It's a studio culture. Um, so please forgive us. I, I guess that's been everything on the, on the news front lately. Uh, as always, you can keep your finger on the pulse at Sky Pirate Radio on Twitter. Always, always posting, always active. <laughs> always active, baby. Send us a, send us a nice at. You'll get a you'll get a a little response. You may even get a little heart. One little heart from us. Yep, and collect as many hearts as you can. That's our Twitter game. That's the yeah. <laughs> that's get the, as many hearts. There's a little from meta us. game there. Whoever gets the <laughs> most hearts uh, gets to gets a signed poster by Will Wright. Gets a signed poster, and the most respect. So thanks, thanks everybody. We've got a lot of respect that we're holding back at the moment. Um, I'm 
making yeah. embroidered patches. I have a patch making machine, and I I I have to become best. You are friends a patch making it. machine. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. I am. So part of the plan, you know, we're still. I I quit my day job. Uh, that me and Joey were at. He got an internship and he left, and I I also left. Uh, and we're not quite have the resources to go Sky Pirates full time, so I'm working on uh, starting up a business where I'm doing some embroidery, and that's uh, it's a tricky it's a tricky one. I'm still getting friends with the machine and have lots of it's a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Lots of uh, mm. like broken threads and threads uh, bunching up and stuff, but I just have to keep practicing and uh, and learn all the all the little tips and tricks. Have you been a uh, part of any sort of forums or subreddits that have been uh, been helping you out with your new uh, this new subculture you found yourself in with patch embroidery, Kevin? There's um I've been watching some YouTube. There's some there's some YouTube guys who have uh they've got the same machine I think, but they it's like I was expecting to see stuff from like middle-aged women, but it's these. Um, there's a bunch of videos by these young black dudes and they're making patches and stuff for, uh, like, a f- for clothes. Um, so they're handy. They they got some, they got some tips and tricks for me. Hmm, some sneaky trips. Are you happy? Do you want to announce what the, the name is here, I guess? I don't know. I'm kind of, I was, I'm still, I'm still working on it. I still have to figure out, finish up my logo and, and get my, uh, shoot, what am I thinking about? Just decide on the name and and register the name, <laughs> um, and then gonna apply for the kind of small small business program uh, thing that I'm gonna go into. So, yeah, focusing on that and and it should it'll it'll be all good. It's a little it's kind of it's a little worrying at the moment because I haven't managed to kind of really wrangle this uh, machine to be producing reliable you know patches so far but i'll i'll keep at it and i'll figure it out yes i'm sure i'm sure after after enough practice it'll be bending to your whims yes that that, uh so that's good up to the patch business we'll keep you updated on that on the twitter as well hopefully peoples have you been playing many games kevin video games yeah, those. I don't. I don't know if you've. I just heard about them. They're just. They're just new. These freaky games people play. <laughs> yeah, they have. Uh, they have been changing. Apple Arcade has just come out. They I have. haven't managed to have a go at any of those yet. But that seems. Yeah, unfortunately, I've got an an Android Arcade, so I can't mm. play any any of those cool looking games. But I do, I do like the look of a lot of them. I, de- I want to play that um, Q Games new uh, Frogger in Toy Town. I think it's called. Mm-hmm. That looks really cute. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of new stuff on there. It was like a Rayman thing, from what I saw. There's all sorts of all sorts of wild. Yeah, it's wild inter- it'll be interesting to see what uh, what kind of happens with that payment model because they've obviously. Like it's it seems pretty clear that they've thrown a lot of money behind uh just like getting a bunch of like high profile developers to make a bunch of games for this thing, but it, it seems like at a certain point. So I haven't, I haven't read about it. What what would the payment? What's the payment model they're negotiating I th- with? For I this? don't know. Well, I think it's I think at some point I think they're getting 
I think they're getting am- amounts of funding to make the games. I don't know. Mm. That c- could just that could not be true. Like that could just be a feeling that I have, and not a fact. But I think that's what's happening. Um, I thought you were saying that there might be some sort of uh, like Netflix subscription on playing these arc- these Apple Arcade uh, select games or something. Uh, but it's but it's just like an Xbox Live Arcade. Like, oh, here, here are the games we've uh, we've helped fund, and, and we're going to release them all in one big go. Yeah, I don't know, because I think. I don't, yeah, I don't know if they're selecting people to go on it, you know, like, I don't really want to, it would be a weird situation, especially for developers, if it came to a point where it was like, we were having a Spotify of games, where it's like the, the amount of time people are playing in your game or whatever is the amount of money that you make, because then you'll get a lot of, like, if that happens, you're going to get a lot of weird games that are designed to keep you playing to get that money out of you. Yeah. So they'll have to I don't know. Like if that if the if time played ends up being a thing that turns into money and these you know like Apple Arcade and other like similar services become kinda common, it's gonna change games a lot. Yeah, it's just a kind of wait-and-see thing, I guess, with all those arcade games. So you haven't had a chance to, to check those out just yet. No, it is, it's interesting, though. It's very interesting. Like, it was, it was also yeah. interesting for something like a situation like um, like with Untitled Goose Game. It's like that's launching simultaneously on other platforms and on Apple Arcade, which seems like a weird thing because it's like, okay, well, for some amount of our audience like Apple Arcade has just started and they give you that free tri- there's like a three a free trial month so if you wanted to play a goose game you could go play it for free on launch hmm. I didn't even know goose game was uh was part and parcel with the Apple Arcade lineup yeah it is I think it got it got a simultaneous launch on Apple Arcade and it's also out on uh, switch and PC at the moment I think but yeah it is it is an interesting thing. Yeah, Untitled Goose Game, weirdly, on its launch day, uh, was embargoed uh, for review for another day after launch, which is very mm-hmm. unusual, and I wonder if that's beca- that's why, um, if it might have been an Apple arrangement or something like that. That's very interesting. Yeah, who knows? I mean, it makes you think hmm. about what, it makes me think about what, you know, we're going to do with our games, and what, uh, you know, how things might have to change. I don't think I don't. I'm not worried about it yet. I think that we've still got you know some good years of selling a game at a price <laughs> ahead of us. But <laughs> you also want to be kind of prepared to uh, be able to like change change designs or if there's uh, like be able to be flexible or be prepared for an opportunity that is like a new a new a new model for for making money on games or something. Because Joey's off in China, he's learning a lot about the, uh, he's learning about all the kind of free-to-play stuff uh, at the company over there, so, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's it's just it's just a shame that if, if, it, if it comes down to, you know, possibly uh, being, you know, games being designed in favour of sort of manipulative... Uh, tactics of, of of either getting money out of people or, or getting them to to keep uh keep playing it as as you might have suggested. Uh, I don't like that that much. 
<laughs> yeah, no, it's not good. I mean, we've already seen it, right? It's already happening in free-to-play. Uh, all these, these like, timer mechanics and these daily rewards and stuff that are uh, designed to encourage you to keep coming back every day whether you're actually enjoying it or not. And some of the stuff with, mm. uh, I think it was uh, Clash Royale, like, uh, I think a Supercell learned that... Uh, they had this emote that was uh, the king was like crying, laughing or something, and that was what you would do if the to say that the other person sucked at Clash Royale. Yeah, uh, yes, I remember they, this. Yeah, they didn't remove it because they knew it made people angry, and angry people are more likely to buy in-app purchases. So oh, you know, there's people out there deliberately making people angry instead of having them have fun so they can make money, which is a bummer. Well, our, my uh, my personal uh, philosophy for our own games is that it's going to be no bummers at any time at, uh, in any Sky Pirate game. Yeah, no bummers. No bummers, man. That's our new tagline. I think because we're because we're not like a, a our goal is to we want to make a living, but we're not here just to make a profit. We're here to make we're here to make good games. So I think I think in that sense, we can have. Kind of avoid a lot of the, um, the bad kind of practices that are that are going on with that kind of stuff. Because our main goal isn't to just, we wouldn't we wouldn't choose to make money from uh, from being exploitative in that way. I don't think. And because we're such, because we're because we're small as well. Hopefully, you know, if we wanted to. If keep just making fun games hopefully we can uh build a community and and have like a patreon or something and would be able to just do that fingers crossed <laughs> for sure i would love that yeah it's uh it's an exciting journey um I've, so a video game i did play was uh i forget what it's called is the kirby kirby clash team royale it's got a new name for the for the Wii, for the Switch one, sorry. Um, That's all right. I played it. Uh, I played some of it when it was on uh, 3DS, and it's mostly the same stuff. So you have like a team of four Kirby's, and you have like some. You can get gear, different hats and weapons, uh, and you basically team up with these four Kirby's, and you go and you fight a boss. And the Switch version's got a lot of... It's got a couple of new bosses. It's got some new equipment. Uh, it's got kind of a new online matchmaking kind of mode. So you can play online with other people. Sometimes lag is, hmm. is really bad. And it's kind of unplayable. But uh, Yeah, that's what I experienced in uh, the Mario Maker 2 versus mode. Whenever I tried to do that, it was just... Uh just yeah. a real real mess <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a bummer um but i thought I, yeah. I don't know i just i like kirby i like when i like a boss rush i like when you can mm. you have different moves and stuff and you gotta charge up your your weapons and stuff are there any uh in-app purchases for this uh yeah there is so there's like there's a it's free to play and you have this tree and you get you get gems off of it every 12 hours and those are your that's your currency for uh you know buying new equipment and unlocking new levels and stuff but uh and you can buy them in in the shop but 
the way it kind of works is there's a bunch of different, um, there's a bunch of, like, one-off deals where it's, like, you can get twice as much as normal gems for, you know, all these different amounts. So they have all these kind of one-off deal intro amounts at, like, 75 cents and then a dollar fifty and then $3 up to, I don't know. I don't know how much, but they have all these different kind of one-off deal tiers, which I think is an interesting way to do it because it's, uh, there's kind of a low friction. Instead of it being that you have to, like, buy to be competitive and stuff, it feels like you can kind of buy in, uh, to whatever amount that you're comfortable with and you'll get, you get benefits based off of that and then, uh, however much of the gems you've bought that also upgrades your tree so you get more over time as well. I think that's a pretty friendly uh, monetization kind of model. There's also no loot box or anything. I'd be interested in trying something like that, but we'll, uh, we'll just have to see how things go. Yeah, that seems much, uh, much more accommodating than a lot of the... Uh... Nintendo's mobile stuff of just like, hey, get the big. They, <laughs> the first thing they do whenever you open their uh, their mobile games, like get the big bad boy, fifty bucks. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna help you. You don't even know how to play the game yet. It's it's, uh, it's kind of just just uh, forcing it upon you in some ways. Yeah, some of them are the 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 Doctor Mario one is is like that as well. You know the yeah that the game's, random... game's haunted with with uh, money stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Which is interesting, because, like, looking at, looking at this Kirby game, it's like, there's no way to tell if, if this is actually kind of successful, this is a successful monetization strategy, or it's just, it, it, they can afford to do it, because they're Nintendo and it's Kirby, but, sure. who knows. Who knows? Is that, is that most of what you've been, been jamming lately, Kevin? Yes. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, you, you sounded like you were responding to a robot on a phone and asking you uh, if you if you answered yes or no. I love it. Uh, I haven't I haven't been playing too much either lately. I kind of got gotten a little bit of a rut with control. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I think uh, with with games, do you ever get like a about three fourths of the way through? And uh, you just kind of get a little bit sick of it. And you, you I want to kind of... It was a bit like The Last of Us, I felt mm. like. Where I, uh, I think this game plays a lot better. But I'm I'm still way more invested in the in the narrative part than I am in, in playing the game. Yeah. So it ends up being a real slog when it comes to having to go through hordes of enemies. And, and enemies constantly are respawning in different areas. It doesn't really... Um, They'll just keep respawning every every time you like leave the leave a couple rooms and then come back. Mm. Uh, and there's a lot of winding, crazy passageways, and 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 you get lost quite a bit, which is which is nice when you're exploring and stuff. But if you if you're really just getting impatient with the game and and keep running into enemies and keep getting lost, it 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 becomes a I get that really bad feeling when I before I open a game where I'm like oh, I don't I don't want to play this. This is a chore. Yeah. So I've kind of I put that on hold for a little bit, and I uh, I decided to because they were all on Game Pass get really into Gears of War. I played the I played the first three uh, Gears of War games in, mm-hmm. in about a week. Wow! Campaigns. I know they're not that long. Full on Gears, uh, as it turns out. It's a, 
I went gears crazy. The, I tell you what, the gears were turning in my head did when you, I was done with did those you do games. an active reload? I did so many active reloads. <laughs> I hear that's the hot new game design a little tip that they teach you in game design school. Uh, is to just have active uh, time bars for everything. <laughs> or just reloading. Yeah, it's just like that it was a weird old example. Because uh, there's that thing, like, you sent me a tweet the other day which is like, stop using these games as examples because most of the people who are uh, going through the school, like, they these games were made after, before they were born. Yeah. And we... Definitely in our studies, we had a few of them. Like, one of the ones is Halo. A lot of people are always talking about Halo. Yeah, pretty much almost every one of those, uh, I would, uh, when I was studying games in university, uh, I would get mostly, like, Katamari and, and, and stuff like that. Definitely a lot of 2001 releases. What are you supposed to do now, though? Are you just supposed to bring everything back to Fortnite? Um, I mean... I guess it depends. What do the kids like? If it's just Fortnite, I guess. They love I guess Fortnite, so. and I think they like Minecraft. Yes, the Minecraft. They love creepers. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know about Minecraft these days. Um, uh, I also, when I was studying games, there were a lot of like um, talk about serious games, like Papers, Please, and stuff like that. So you definitely get a lot of uh, the, the smaller, uh, independent, narrative-driven or focused uh games talk as well in in university class these days yeah um what was i talking about gears of war yes those games are uh, a, a lot of fun to play um in terms of, of shooting people and going behind cover and yes that the active reload is 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 pretty good um it, it's really fun doing a, a little perfect reload on on your gun like a little quick time event while you're you're dodging around or, or... how so how does that work because i've never really played it you just press the button at the right time you press the bumper and a little gauge. Um, it's almost like a WarioWare minigame where the gauge will go whoop across left to right on this little bar. There'll be like a little uh, white highlighted section and a section that isn't highlighted. If you click on the white highlight section, you get to reload faster and there's a little even smaller sliver of bar that if you click on that, you get super bullets. <laughs> um, so it's like a so it's like a mini game of needing to get into those white zones when um it's it's you know what it's like it's like a golf game yeah. where it's going up and down on the that's interesting I never knew that there was a actual bar that you were uh, working with yeah it's just uh it's just up in the top of the HUD there and you can kind of kind of keep a beat on it but also you just sort of memorize the the timing, yeah, the timing of certain guns after a little bit every gun has a different different kind of bar mm. um, that they're working with. Generally, you uh, you uh, you can either not choose to use it, which will make the reload take longer, or if you uh, accidentally hit the button in the non-white section, it uh, takes a while to reload. Your gun gets jammed or whatever. Yeah, I'd like to do some sort of active reload in uh, Blazing Barrels, but we're still figuring out how it would work and what uh, what rewards you would get for doing it. Mm. Well, I'd, I'd suggest uh, I'd suggest checking out Gears of War, but but I don't think we also want to have a like chainsaw <laughs> guns in, in Wild River Outlaws. But yeah, that were fun. Uh, narratively, they're they're really stupid. It's 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 just big beef guys. Uh, also, uh, I sort of started to to wear thin around Gears Three because the objectives uh, just kind of became a, a lot of busy work. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of it was meant to be the sort of epic finale of this this great trilogy and there was a lot of like uh 
Hey, Marcus, get the get the the pipe from the generator. We we need the generator pipe now. Take it back. Uh, now we're gonna use the generator pipe to to go in a submarine for a little bit, and then there's a little submarine sequence, and it's very exciting. It looks like Bioshock. And then we're in another area, and it's like, get the sandbags! We need them to fight the aliens! <laughs> or something. It's, it's always uh, very inconsequential mm. uh, mission objectives uh, for these men. These tough men, I feel like. Um, but a good time, nonetheless. Uh, I'm, I'm up to Gears of War 4 now, so I'm in the modern generation. Oh. Uh, so we're going to see how that goes next. What Did you notice, did you notice anything specifically that's... Uh changed between them as time's gone by let's see so I, I i'm not sure i can really speak 100 percent on the first one because i played the uh the ultimate xbox one edition that was all, see, all yeah. sort of gussied up and and prettied up and probably has some new mechanical stuff um but the the level design in that one was the same and the sort of uh scenario design it's a lot of very boring brown stuff you're looking at in that game for the most part and uh and, and a pretty uh, small-in-scope story in comparison to the second and third game, so it's, it's all kind of feels a lot more like busy work there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, not many bosses or anything like that. You get the impression with the first one they were just trying to, to build a base mechanical foundation for their game, and then they were like, okay, let's, now let's do a, do a little campaign for it. Mm. It wasn't really the, the super focus. Um, but two's nuts. Uh, two has a lot of really, really cool huge sequences where you're um, i can't even remember them there's so many you're going around in blimps and flying around on a uh, there's a boss where you have to it opens its mouth really large for a few moments and you have to quickly run inside its mouth and throw a grenade and run out <laughs> it's very good it's pretty awesome um and and there was a lot of that epic stuff in in gears of war 3 as well but i i began to notice a lot more the uh the sort of boring objective design that was leading you from one thing to another was it's just really uninspired even if you know cool stuff is is might be happening on screen mm. <coughs> frog tickles i'm talking too much about gears of war kevin it's just, <laughs> it's choking me it's like up i'm starting i'm starting to get emotional gun to your throat yeah, it's it's. I haven't played too much of it in in co-op just yet, but I imagine it would be be a real blast uh, to to go through and split screen or whatever, or online co-op and and uh, chainsaw some dudes up. Do they have local co-op? They do. I believe all of them have a have a split screen uh, co-op. Oh, that's um, cool. I'm gonna try the Gears Four with my brother. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna chainsaw together. It's it, it's pretty it's the the chainsaw part is pretty funny. Uh, you can kind of you press B and you pull your chainsaw out and then you revving it up and then you you pull it on the guy and, and your computer player teammates also have a habit of then for no reason they don't have to do this pulling out their chainsaw and doing it on the same guy so it's like a bunch of you and NPCs are <laughs> going and like destroying this alien. It's 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 it's, uh, it's a it's a lot to process it's sensory overload in some ways. But uh, yeah, just a, just a, I'm all geared out at this point. That's all I've been doing is is just uh, just stopping the alien threat, Kevin, the and gears. and being a cog. That's what they're called, the cog. <laughs> We're the cog. So that's me, and that's my games. Anyway, let's uh 
Let's move on to game I'm gonna add a few air horns to that and maybe some echo. <laughs> I'll do something. If to I'm it. feeling, if I'm feeling special, if I feel like a treat, I'll add in a little yep. bit of echo. Yep, I'll add in a few tricks in the editing bay when I get there. Um, it's been a while since our last game club. Our la- uh, game club is our, uh, our podcast show. Uh, in a show uh, where we talk about a, a, a game of the week that we've been we're playing and, and, and then we'll discuss uh, on the on the next podcast uh, on a week by week basis. Um, we haven't done it in a while because of uh, sort of the intermittent uh, podcast scheduling, but we're getting to a more regular schedule now and I think it would be a great time to play some games with our community. I really love to play a game. What game? What 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 games are in store for us? What game is in store for us to play club wise? So club wise, we actually have a a a a, a club uh, relevant uh, game, and that is the club dot zone. Uh, it's a URL, and it's also a game you can play on the URL, and it's made by Crows Crows Crows, uh, who made that other game. What, what, what was that called? That uh, Dr. Langeskov, yes. I believe, um, and and a lot of other very funny games. They worked on the Stanley Parable as well before before becoming Crows, Crows, Crows. And it's kind of like a cool, weird chat room thing. I don't really know much about it. You gave me a link a few weeks ago, Kevin. I was I was yeah, very intrigued. Yeah, I've been secretly I've been quietly putting just weird <laughs> weird games in the in the podcast channel for us to play. So I don't really know anything about it yeah, apart just... from that this what the screenshots made it look like, which was a a wacky like three D nineties chat room. Well, that sounds perfect to me. We'll be jumping in completely blind. Well, let's. I, I want to see if we can. Let's try and schedule. I don't know if this is actually online, but if it is, we should try and and find each other. Oh, and yeah. play together. But if it isn't, I'm I'm gonna look like a big. Yeah, I would be I would be surprised if it actually included web, if it was actually online. All right. Well, well, that, that's a big <laughs> egg on my face then. Well, I don't thanks. know, man. Well, then thanks then. Fine. <laughs> well, we're gonna play together anyway because I know I'm gonna get scared. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So if you if you wanna. Uh, play along, just head on to, uh, in your browser of choice, go to the club.zone. Um, the game's just, uh, loads up right there in your browser, or it should, and you can play it, and then, if you want, send us an email at questions at skypirateradio.com, or tweet at us, whatever you prefer, and, uh, we'll message, uh, we'll include what you said on the show, and we'll postulate on it a bit. It's nice to have a, a gr- an open group discussion. It's like when you used to buy those, uh, those uh, cheapo DVDs that used to be called, like, Invisible Mom or something, and there'd be, like, some questions f- for kids on the back, like, well, how, how did the responsibility of this character uh, re- <laughs> reflect in the end of the film? You know, it's sort of a, a brainstorming kind of exercise. Yeah, I'll throw out some some, some quick zingers. Mm-hmm. I promise we won't razz you too much. That's for sure. We're not going to blow any raspberries at you, I promise you right now. <laughs> um... So that's that. Uh, wow, I'm excited. I'm ready and excited for this new game club and this 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 uh, brave new podcast schedule. Tell you what, Kevin, it almost scares me uh, the amount of responsibility we've taken today. I fully support it. Well, that's that's good because I'm I'm right on board with you there, Kevin. 
I'm ready to make um, it happen. It's a Sky Pirates year. <laughs> it's finally time. This year is the Sky Pirates year. Year of Sky Pirates. We're and, rising uh, to the top. Sky Pirates rise up. And we've got we've got one Sky Pirate rising up right here because we have a, a little question <gasps> from a listener today. Isn't that... I'm so excited. No, nothing tickles me pink more than a, a, a listener question. Really doesn't. This question comes in from uh, Nate Ehlers. Uh, who on Twitter is called Super Nate Tendo with a zero instead of an O. Nate asks us, and and this is a question we've gotten um, a little bit. How much inspiration are you pulling from Capcom's Gunsmoke NES for Blazing Barrels? And I think this is a, a question most suited for you, Kevin. Yeah, well, uh, obviously, yeah, it looks like an NES game. That's kind of the art style that we've picked uh, for it. Because uh, it's quick, and uh, we're we're pretty strong in it, um, and it was also a cowboy shooty game. So those two things together is is you know Gunsmoke is the is the cowboy shooty <laughs> NES game, but uh, it's not. Have you played it? I've played it. Yeah, I've played a little bit of it. Uh, you you kind of walk around. You, so you have like two guns, and you shoot them in kind of ahead ahead of you. And then if you're moving left and right, you kind of shoot them in like a weird triangle shape out to the sides. Uh, and you can uh. like, you can get money and then you can go to the shop and then the, you can buy like a horse or some boots that make you run quicker, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and there's some like power-ups and stuff. Certain similarities. To yeah, something. so there's de- there's like similarities in that, you know, mm-hmm. th- there will be a shop and, and, and stuff similarities in that you know it is it is cowboy themed but it wasn't really what we were thinking of when we uh started making it the design uh the well, the kind of initial spark for the design was to make uh gain ground but with cowboys uh gain ground uh, like a 80s uh, sega arcade game which then came to uh genesis and is not very famous but is pretty fun <laughs> Yeah, I remember. I, I guess the genesis for this whole idea was you and uh, Joey discovering it together and, and playing it co-op on, on his little uh, uh, Sega Genesis. Yeah, it's a very fascinating game. Yeah, well, th- yeah, it always... There's a, there's a, there always comes to be a lot at stake in Game Ground. <laughs> You're always collecting... So it's a kind of a game where you, you can play as different characters, play as kind of one at a time, uh, and they each have, like, a kind of a regular gun and then, like, a special gun. Some of them can, like, shoot over walls and stuff. And you're trying to rescue uh, more characters and take them to the end of the level. And then for the next level, you get to play as them as, w- as well. And uh, that was kind of the idea for what we wanted to do in this game uh, for, a, for a long time as well. Um, mm. That's kind of the heart, I guess, of the, of the different characters. When I was playing it with you guys, it was very, um, it was really neat that sort of getting later on into the game that, uh, very white knuckle tension, um, between both players in co-op, um, as, as you're sort of looking at the, the map, the latest map that you're dealt with and, and trying to negotiate, okay, well, which way are we going to go with this? You go over here and deal with these guys on the wall. You go and, and shoot these guys here. And it always gets really intense, especially as you're, uh, crunching at the bit with only a couple of uh, guys left in your roster. That's kind of where it started off, and then, uh, you know, we've kind of been iterating it. So it's kind of, it's more fast-paced, and it's, yeah, it's going to kind of turn into its own its own thing. 
Um, mm. I was going to say something about that. <laughs> it's just, yeah, so what it's, what it's kind of turned into is you're going to be able to swap characters whenever you want, so you're kind of playing your entire gang at the same time. Uh, and there'll be, you know, uh, there'll be mechanics to kind of encourage you to swap out. You'll have, like, super moves that charge up for different characters that you can bring out. Uh, and then also there's lots of uh, fun environmental... Uh, mechanics for you to deal with when like you can shoot the water towers down on top of guys and uh, shoot open the bull pens and the bull stampede out so that's kind of what it's about I think at this point yeah there's gonna be a, a, a bunch of different ways to to interact with with the cowboy world yes that's the the yeah the core that's the core fantasy is you are you are a gang of cowboys so we're trying to figure out how to uh what the best way is to kind of bring all that to life. It's coming. Hmm. Another thing about Gang Ground that is, is going to, I feel like, be quite different from, from uh, Blazing Barrels is that Gang Ground has a really uh, incoherent and and wild narrative <laughs> that I barely remember. It was something like a some, some sort of simulation or something like that. Yeah, so they the story of Gang Ground, yeah, it doesn't... I need to hear this. It doesn't. You can't understand any of it from the game itself. It doesn't really make sense. Uh, you have to read the like arcade flyer. But the the story of Gain Ground is that uh, w- mankind has been at peace for too long, and we're not good at war anymore. So we have to. We're like out of practice. <laughs> so they build a simulator for us to practice wars in. I guess in case we get like invaded by aliens or something. I don't know. Very very uh, starship troopers. Yeah, so they they build they build the simulation, and then it goes haywire, and lots of people get like trapped inside, and so you've got to kind of go through and save them. Uh, and it also it is kind of a journey through time, <laughs> which is a weird one. It's kind of oh a, yeah, it is. Yeah, you kind of go forward through time as you play through. It's a it's a weird kind of setup for it because it's just it's like a Westworld of of kind of time travel. It's not... There's no actual time travel happening. It's a very strange setup. It's like a holodeck kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's it for questions for today. If you did ever... No more questions. No more... You know what? I've had enough. <laughs> I've heard enough, you know? <laughs> that's it. No. If, if you do... We love questions. If you have any questions, questions at skypiratestudios.com is the place to go or tweet us, as always. Thank you for your questions. Please send us more. Thank you, Nate, for your question. So that's, I guess that's a podcast, Kevin. Huh? Don't mind if I do. Mm-hmm. That, that, that filled mm. our bellies straight up. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm rubbing my belly with both hands right now. Oh, I'm full of sound. Oh, oh, I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't eat another drop of this podcast. It's, yeah, it, not it even, was so delicious. Not even dessert. Um, so a couple of reminders. Remember to get play that game and let us know the club.zone or else we're gonna all bit you're gonna be in big trouble for uh next fortnight's homework all you people yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be embarrassing you're gonna we're gonna be asked to come up in front of class and talk about it and if you don't know the game then oof it's gonna be an awkward time yeah what can i say your pants will fall down and revealing your heart-shaped boxes and you'll, and you'll just have to walk out. You'll waddle out with your pants around your ankles like a damn fool. 
and we don't want that for you. That's uh, but that won't we're, happen. We're trying to give you. We're trying to give you an out. All you have to do is play the game and then talk about it with us. We're trying to help you, man. Well, like, what's your problem? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you all up in my face about this? I'm doing this for you. <laughs> it will be great to hear from everyone. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, we love you all. Uh, check out Blazing Barrel. Subscribe to our newsletter. Be our friend on Twitter. We love you. Mwah. Mwah. Love you. Listen to uh, another podcast. Uh, we'll do. We'll record another one. I've had a good time. I thought. Yeah, we'll definitely record another one. I thought you meant that that we would listen to you. You wanted them to listen to like a different show. <laughs> like, are you? Well, well you if, put on a different show now. If they've if they've finished all our episodes, I don't well, you know, do a variety. You can you don't have to only listen to us. Yeah, put on this American life. See what he has to say, that guy. Mr. America. This is an autobiographical I auto autobiographical. This American life of mine. Maybe it's about American McGee. I would listen to his podcast. American McGee's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it would be called, yeah. <laughs> Has he been doing anything recently? Um, he's got a Patreon, I think. Does he? Because last time I heard, he, like, started a studio in China to make, like, some more fairy tale games, and then that didn't... that didn't really... Who else was, was gonna let him do it? I didn't really hear anything about anything more from that he's an american mcgee always interests me because i don't know i don't know where he got the it's sort of in that early 2000s period uh game designers were being posed as like figureheads and stuff like that and he was always mm. just sort of a, an, a, a head scratcher for me where i was like well why is his name on on this alice in wonderland game why is that because uh... he's he's freaking twisted dude this american mcgee guy oh Whoa. that's what he was he was doing a tim burton <laughs> oh, that's what he was doing. From the twisted mind of American McGee. Welcome. Yeah, it really is just Tim Burton, but for games. It is an interesting one, because, like, I wonder what the situation was for him for him angling to get his name on American McGee's Alice. I mean, to be completely fair, it's a good name. <laughs> if my name was American McGee, I'd tell as many people as I could. <laughs> So I see, I see what he's going for there. Yeah, he's got official American McGee Productions. He's selling a lot of uh, a lot of merchandise, uh, coloring book, uh, Vorpal Chaos Wallet, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of uh, art decals and stuff like that. Yeah, I guess he's, I guess you know, he's doing he's doing his best out there, just like all of us. Yeah, it's an interesting situation that uh, that this is where American McGee is at. Godspeed, American McGee. If you ever wanted to to come on the show, uh, please. We've got a we've got a we've got a green room absolutely brimming with fantastic guests. Oh God, we forgot again. Ah, shit. Shit's I reckon be just so get him. Pissed. If we just get him another glass of water, oh, I reckon. There too. I reckon he'll go for another. I reckon he'll go for another. I reckon he'll stick around if we give him another glass of water. That man. That man does not sleep. He's just he's just sitting bracing in the chair. Oh, rocking shit. back and forth, white knuckled. He's ready. It's <laughs> it's it's nerve wracking for him to for him to come on and the fact that we keep changing 
<laughs> we keep forgetting to bring him out and uh, man. postponing his appearance. It's really, it's really racking him, racking his nerves. I bet it's getting him really Sid Meier irate, huh? <laughs> like like okay, pirates. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it is. <laughs> See <you> everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Number one podcast. Take all the others down. <laughs> <laughs>